What's up and welcome to Ask Father Josh, the podcast where I get to listen to your questions, pray with them, and hopefully respond in such a way that it's helpful for you to become a saint in your walk toward eternity. Here's how the show goes. You hit me up with three to five questions dealing with anything and everything from morality to spirituality, relationship advice, discipleship, catechesis, the list goes on and on and on. I will sit with your questions, pray with them, study them, and hopefully respond in such a way that is helpful for you to become a saint in your walk toward eternity. If you are a first-time listener, you came up with your own questions, comments, and critiques at www.essentialpress.com slash askfatherjosh. You can also rate us and review us at on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and other podcast formats. And you can share us on your social media pages. If the show is good for you, it might be good for other people as well. On today's show, we're going to talk about prayer and the need to pray and, and why is it important for us to sacrifice, make sacrifices in our lives for prayer, right? If, if prayer is a relationship with God, can't we just pray when we feel like it? Or, or why is it necessary for us to make a sacrifice for, for prayer? But before we answer that question, which I think is a very important question, probably one of the most important questions I've ever answered on this podcast, I want to share with you a glory story. So my glory story is this. So as a priest, as a vocation director, I, I meet men and women and, and teens who are interested in the priesthood and in religious life and the diaconate. And I recently um, met with a, a man who feels called to the diaconate. And what was just lovely, what was so great, what was such a gift for me was the fact that he knows Jesus. He really, really knows Jesus. And he prays. And he spends time with God in prayer. He's a husband, he's a father, he works full time, but he makes time every day for prayer, every day for prayer. And that's what we're gonna talk about today in the podcast, but he makes time for God every day. And, and as he was talking about the Lord, uh, tears came in his eyes because he was talking about the love of his life, someone who meant the world to him, someone who he desired to, to grow in a deeper intimacy with, somebody who he was grateful for. It was a real person. For him, God was not impersonal. For him, God was real. And for me, it was just a gift to be able to sit at his feet and, and listen to him share his story, listen to him uh, share his heart with me about his love for the Lord and his desire for more, his desire for intimacy, his desire for Jesus. And so um, we prayed together and we talked and we prayed and we talked and um, it was edifying. I'm, I'm, I'm edified as I'm speaking about the encounter right now. I'm, I'm edified because those conversations are a gift. I had another conversation with our office manager here at Sacred Heart of Jesus and her husband and a parishioner of mine who's on the board of Vagabond, Mimi and her husband and our Vagabond missionaries were there and Dr. Wampold and his wife were there. And uh, he's, he's my doctor, <laughs> one of my doctors, uh, my dentist. We had his dinner together and it was lovely because again, at the dinner table, we all talked about Jesus and we talked about our interior lives and we talked about the movements of the spirit and we talked about our encounters with the Lord and our struggles and our desires for more and ways in which we can help each other and, and affirm each other and confirm what's happening in each other's lives with the Lord. And, and it was an entire dinner where we ate together and we prayed and we talked about God and we talked about Jesus and it was just, ah, oh, I could talk about the Lord forever, forever, and ever, and ever, and all he's done for me. Hey, hey, hey. 
I just want to praise him hey, forever. Come on, come on, never. Yeah, he's just so good. So anyways, with that, let's go ahead and jump into today's show. So today's show, the question is about prayer, and it's why must we make sacrifices for prayer? So what is prayer? First of all, what is prayer? And prayer is our relationship with God. Right? We need to pray as we need air. I, I once heard someone say, we need to pray the way we need to drink water. And I'm like, no, because you could actually go without water for a while. But we cannot go without air. We need prayer like we need air. Prayer is our relationship with God. We were created for a relationship with God. God wants to talk to us. As Tevin Campbell said so many years ago, can we talk for a minute? Because I want to know your name. Come on, can we talk? Can we talk? God wants to talk. He wants us to listen. He wants us to talk. He wants to hear our hearts. He wants to listen. There, there's no conversation that is more important than our conversation with God. How do we pray? We open the word of God. The Bible is the voice of God. We listen to him as he speaks to us in sacred scripture. And then we talk back to him. The catechism of the Catholic Church said, we know what prayer is a battle, though, and it's going to be hard. The demons, they don't know what good will come out of our relationship with God, but they know something good is going to happen. So they try to prevent us from prayer. They don't mind if we work. They don't mind if we do ministry. Because that, that, that's, that does a little bit of fruit, but prayer is where, mm, that's where the oomph is at, it's in prayer. But it's, it's going to be hard. And it's, it's going to be hard because it's, it's worth it, right? We have to fight for love. With my closest friends, I'm a very, very busy priest. I am a vocation director. I'm a pastor. I have a church. I have a school. Uh, I'm on the college consultants for the bishop. I'm on the commission of Asher Harmony for our diocese. I've written books with Ascension and done podcast with Ascension and videos with Ascension. I have a very, very busy life. And so with my friendships, the one that mean a lot to me, I, I have to fight for them. I have to fight to make time for my friends. And even more than them, I fight for my relationship with God, which means sometimes I go without sleep, right? I will, I will wake up an hour earlier to make sure that I can pray. Sometimes people say, Father Josh, you're crazy. You get up at four o'clock in the morning? Yes, because I got to spend time with God. He is the love of my life. And I know how busy and unexpected my life can, can be. There are things that come up there. Like today, I had so many unexpected things that happened today. Today, I was supposed to have a morning, so I got up and I prayed. After I prayed, worked out. Then after that, I went to go give a talk at a school. And after the talk of the school, it was on my calendar to go and spend some more time in the chapel to go pray. But guess what? A bunch of unexpected things happened. People got sick. People were dying. My phone was ringing. I had to go, people, I have to go anoint. I have to go visit hospitals. That wasn't on my schedule. That wasn't on my calendar. If I was not to pray early in the morning and my prayer time was going to be later in mid midday, you do realize my prayer time would have never happened because of all those other important things, anointing the sick and visiting people in the hospital, right? These other things that my car, my tire, went, all these things went out, like these things that were not on my calendar, unexpected things came up. So blessed be God, praise God, I was able to spend time with God in the morning before my day got started, right? I have to make sacrifices, even sometimes my sleep, 
for the sake of that relationship that is everything to me. And the same thing goes with deep friendships. With deep friendships, I've, I've lost a lot to make sure that I can maintain those friendships because they're important to me. We sacrifice for those we love. We would do whatever for those, to be with those we love. And so God's our greatest love. He is, as Whitney Houston says, as St. Whitney of Houston says, he's the greatest love of all. And so we need to make sacrifices for him to have encounters with him. Sometimes people say, well, I, I don't have encounters with God. And it's like, well, how much sacrifice, how many sacrifices are you making? Uh, Peter, James, and John, whenever they heard God the Father's voice, which is a huge gift, they got to literally not just hear Jesus, but they heard the Father on the top of Mount Tabar. They had to climb Mount Tabar to hear his voice. I'm, I'm certain that that climb up to the top of Mount Tabar was not easy. It is a big mountain. It takes almost a day if you're walking to get from the bottom of the base to the top of the mountain. I'm sure there were many times throughout their walk, it was hot, right? That they wanted to give up. I'm like, you know what? We're good. Jesus, can we just stop here? Do we have to go all the way to the top? Are you sure it's important for us to go there? But they persevered. And because they persevered and they were able to make it to the top of the mountain, they were able to experience the voice of the Father. They were able to witness an apparition of Jesus speaking with Moses and Elijah. That encounter that they had with God happened only after they made the sacrifice of walking up the mountain. It was not comfortable. It was not easy. Prayer is not always going to be a comfortable thing. It's not always going to be easy, but it's worth it to be with the love of our life, to encounter the face of God and the voice of God, it is worth it. Moses, he also was able to perceive God's voice and he shared with us the Ten Commandments. But prior to receiving the Ten Commandments, Moses fasted for 40 days. He spent 40 days fasting. 40 days fasting up a mountain was not easy but he made that sacrifice and the fruit of that sacrifice that he made for the Lord was receiving the word of God that he then was able to share with us. God has so much that he wants to share with his people, our classmates, our coworkers, our family, our friends, people maybe who have never made time for God and we could be his voice. We have the capacity to, excuse me, we have the capacity to be the voice of God. Think about it. In the Old Testament, God spoke through a jackass, literally a jackass in the book of Numbers. It says it. And that's not me saying foul language. That's what God spoke to a jackass in the Old Testament. It was literally the animal, the jackass, right? A donkey. It says God spoke to an ass. And if he could speak through that animal, that's an irrational animal to Naaman, why, why could he not speak to us? To, no, not to Naaman, to, to, is it Balaam? Balaam, Naaman? Who was it he spoke to? Whoever it was, it was in Numbers. He spoke to a person through an animal. <laughs> why could he not speak to us? And we are not... Irrational. We are rational creatures. We are beloved sons and daughters of the Father. We are made in the image and likeness of the Lord. We are the body of Christ. God can use us to communicate through us. The way he communicated to his people through Moses and through Elijah and Ezekiel and Jeremiah and the prophets, God can communicate to us and through us when we sacrifice and make more time for prayer. Well, what does this look like? This looks like us waking up earlier earlier than we would like, so that we can have that quiet time. Remember Jesus, he prayed early in the morning, scripture says, early in the morning, he prayed. He also prayed late at night. We can sometimes go to bed later 
if that's what we have to do to make sure we get time to pray, we put the kids to sleep. And after they're asleep, we're really tired. But you know what? I'm, instead of watching TV, I'm going to go into my prayer space. I'm not going to lay down because if I lay down, I'm going to fall asleep. But I'm going to go to my prayer chair, light my candle, get my Bible. And I'm going to talk to God and I'm going to listen to God. Perhaps we need to fast from eating lunch at work. So during our, our lunch break at work, instead of eating, like maybe we should eat a big breakfast and eat dinner when we get home in the evening, but skip lunch and use our lunch break at work to, to pray. Whether it's going to visit God at a chapel or sitting in our car or, or shutting the door of our office, but finding a place, finding a space that's conducive for us to pray, to read scripture, to listen to God speak, and then to also share our hearts with God. If we can make sacrifices for other relationships, and we do this all the time, we make sacrifices for people we love, we ought to be able to make a sacrifice for God because Jesus Christ sacrificed his life for us. For spouses, we watch TV shows we don't want to watch. We watch TV shows we don't like. We, watch, uh, we might play video games that we have no interest in. We go to dance recitals for our kids or we, we, we watch them play sports that they might not be any good at, but we do this because we love them. We do these things for them. We could do these things and more for God. The scripture's kind of boring. Yeah, but God, God gave it to us. So it's important to God. So if it's important to God, it should be important to me. So even if I don't get it right now, even if I don't like it, even if it's boring, I'm going to do it. I'm going to invest in the word of God because God cares about this. And if he cares about this, then I'm going to care about this because I want to be with God. And if this is what he wants to do, if this is what he did, Jesus Christ did it. Jesus Christ read scripture. Jesus Christ read scripture whenever the devil was attacking him in the desert. If he did it, then I want to be like Jesus. So I'm going to do it too. Even if it doesn't make sense to me, I'm going to do it because I love him and I want to be with him. We ought to make a sacrifice for the Lord. And when we begin to make sacrifices for the Lord, we will open ourselves up to having encounters with God, encounters with God that can change the direction of our lives. The trajectory of our lives can be changed through these these moments of love that we share on the calendar with the Lord. So I just want to invite you and I want to encourage you to pray, to make a sacrifice, to deny yourself something and pray. Pray every day. Give the Lord time on your calendar to be with the Lord so that not only you can abide in relationship with him, but so that God can use you to be an instrument for other people to encounter him through you who know him, who love him and who serve him. When we get back from our break, we're going to dive into our saint for the day. Stay tuned. Hello, my name is Father Mark Toops, author of the Rejoice Advent Meditation Series. And if this Advent you're looking for a peaceful encounter with God, I invite you to order a copy of Rejoice, an Advent pilgrimage into the heart of Scripture, year B. You can find out more at rejoiceprogram.com. God bless you. Our saint for the day is a saint who was intentional with prayer. And before I tell you about him, I want to remind you, you can rate us and view us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Plan podcast formats. You can share us on social media pages and you can give us your comments and critiques and questions at www.essentialpress.com slash Josh. Our saint for the day, though, was a saint who bore a lot of supernatural fruit in his ministry. But beyond the work that he did for the Lord, he was a man of prayer. He spent time with God in prayer every day. And when he would pray, he would look at God and God looked at him. It's a St. John Vianney. That's what he did. Every single day, he prioritized prayer. And the more time he spent with God, the more, the, the more that God transformed him. He said, what do you do when you pray? He said, I look at God and God looks at me. That's what I do. I look at the love of my life. I mean, we've done this before. If you've ever been in, in love, and I've been, before I was a priest and before I fell in love with Jesus, I've been in love before, maybe once or twice, probably just really once. The other times were puppy love. But when I was in love, 
I could look at the girl who I was dating and I could just look at her. I'd be at her house and I didn't mind just gazing at her. Not like a stalker gaze. It wasn't weird. <laughs> I hope not. It was, it was beautiful. And even more so, that's what we could do with God. We could just look at him as he looks at us. If you ever had a baby, we just look at that baby as that baby sleeps. If you're married, you might look at your spouse. We could do that with God as God does that with us. That's what St. John Vinay did. Words weren't always necessary, right? He did read scripture, he did talk to God, but beyond words, he just, he wanted to look at the love of his life as the love of his life looked at him. And that gaze penetrated him and transformed him. And he was able to then go from prayer and look at people with love, unconditional love, in a very beautiful and powerful way. So go look at God, make a sacrifice to pray more. Look at God as God looks at you. Talk to God and listen to God as God speaks to you in scripture. Prayer is everything, y'all. Prayer is everything. So until I see you next time, I will see you in the Eucharist, St. John Vianney. Pray for us.